Thank you. Good evening, everyone. It's uh, 2-7, February 7th, 2018. I'm Kent here in Houston, Texas, and it is time for WWW. That's right. What is happening in our world and what do we think about it? Our daily program Monday to Friday is greatly uh, excited. It's been very fun. I bet you're glad as we get started. For those that are just tuning in for the first time, this is a show a 25 minute long about what's happening in our world we'll talk a little bit about the usa we'll talk a little bit about entertainment then we'll talk a little bit about sports we'll take a commercial break we'll come back and talk about the world things happening in our world all over the planet then we'll take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk finalizing what do we think about those topics of the day so that's just very simple what in the world is happening and what do we think about it again that's www found on a now iTunes podcast under www or my name Kent Hurst welcome to Houston Texas kind of a rainy drizzly day today but it was a, a better day than if I were sitting at the House of Representatives let's get started USA House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi minority leader took to the floor around 10 a.m. and didn't finish until eight hours later she is has that opportunity. Any House member has the opportunity, as they call filibust. They'll go down on the floor and talk as long as you can. As long as you continue talking, no one can interrupt you or no one can stop you. She spoke for eight hours. I bet you're glad that this program doesn't have her involved. It's only 25 minutes versus eight hours, but we'll keep going. Thanks for that. Sure enough, the Democrats continue to tout the drum, beat the drum for these immigrant dreamers. We'll talk about that later in the program, but the dreamers continue to be. She read a whole litany list of dreamers that are here. These are the DACA recipients, those uh, children that are now most of them average in the age of kind of 26 to 32 or so. So they were children, of course, when they were brought here by their illegal parents from another country, normally south of the border. They have remained here. They are now under the Obama DACA program running out. President Trump gave a, an ultimatum that was debated and, and judicially said that Obama didn't have the right to give these uh, children amnesty. So President Trump has rescinded that executive order and now given the children till March 8th, about 670,000 of them. And sure enough, March 8th is the deadline for the Congress to come up with a real game plan, a real law, if you will, to handle these young people that really don't know another place to live, certainly don't know another country of origin, basically American in the sense they've all basically become productive citizens. One or two odd ones out have been troublemakers, but most of them are very good. That seems to be the norm. About 70% of the country in a, in a survey would suggest let's keep them here. That's not real fun to send children away, even though they're kind of middle young adults. So they have a, a, a good uh, place on their side, but where they fall short is the fact that, again, they are illegal. At the end of the day, I don't, you know, again, we'll talk about it at the end, and this may or may not get me in trouble. I appreciate all your comments, and I thank you for them coming and continuing to come in, so I love it. And we'll see how this subject goes over. But anyway, that is what she's done today in our news program portion from the USA side. The Nancy Pelosi spoke eight hours. 
and it is a record. No one else has spoken eight hours before. I think the record before was Rand Paul, who spoke quite a lengthy time, but he's a senator, so it's a different story in that regard as well. Final story of the USA before our first break is 2008 Gerber Baby Food has announced and shown pictures today of their baby for the for the 2000 year uh, recording year. What a cute baby. Unfortunately, the baby has Down syndrome, but the first time ever Gerber Baby Food has placed a baby with Down syndrome on their cover as their promotional baby for the year. They have, of course, uh, quoted that every baby is a Gerber baby, and we agree with them, and we agree to that. We'll come right back, of course, as we talk about things that are happening in our entertainment world. We have some good things, and one of my favorite uh, celebrities is on TV tonight. So we'll take a look at that. Be right back. Welcome back. We are back, of course. Now let's move into our entertainment section for tonight. Great actor, one of my favorites from the television world, Sam Waterston, is coming back to the famous L.A. Law. This time it'll be L.A. Law SUV, the Special Victims Unit. And sure enough, uh, he'll play and, and continue his reprise, his role, if you will, as District Attorney Jack McCoy. If you don't know Sam, I have to recommend you watch this night's episode. And then if you want, you can, of course, find almost every single day Law & Order's repeated either on the Eon channel or TNT or whatever. They've got plenty of those old Law & Order channels. And he is was a staple in the show almost from the beginning. And he is uh, was the district attorney. And then later in the series, he became the uh, uh, official district attorney. But uh, what an actor, what a great deal. I'm dating myself. I remember going all the way back to when I saw him on another program that it, uh, was a kind of a lawyer, so he seems to like those. But he, the show Law & Order original show went off the air in 2010, and so he's kept himself very busy now in his 70s, playing in theaters and doing uh, Broadway shows, off-Broadway shows, various other acting roles and participation in other shows and venues. But he's now returning to the silver screen, to our, our little screen tonight on the television special victims unit law and order doctor uh, district attorney jack mccoy is back in the back in the house so if you have time tonight look it up uh... very fun uh... episode i'm sure he'll do a great job as he always does let's change gears as we move into sports what's happening in our sports in fairness this is a great story i had no idea Goofy, I guess. I didn't. I, I, I don't mind. Russell Wilson, of course, quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks and Super Bowl champ, has a very big affinity for baseball. Maybe you knew this, maybe you didn't, but I'll educate yourselves as I educated myself. He's a great fan of baseball, although openly admits football is where he's making his living and where he places his business hat right now but he has taken in the last three or four years some baseball stents in fact he was working with the texas rangers here in texas uh... drafted under this draft five clause where apparently they can just kind of draft i don't know other baseball other other athletes either way he's been with two thousand thirteen uh, drafted in 2013 with the Texas Rangers, and he played in Arizona in their farm league, if you will, through 2014 and 2015 training camps. But he would, of course, come back, and he, we saw him on the football field, and he says, playing baseball really does hone in my techniques, believe it or not, 
as a football quarterback. Didn't know that, but okay, that's what he says, and it seems to be working. Now he's getting his dream come true, for he has now been recruited, still under this draft five rule, as a New York Yankee. That's right. He's now going to be a New York Yankee. So once again, he'll go down and do their their uh, uh, spring training camps. I don't think he'll ever see the light of day as a Yankee in a Yankee uniform in, in uh, Yankee Stadium, let's say. But you never know, perhaps. So who knows? We do know some athletes who've crossed that fence. Deion Sanders, of course. Bo Jackson, of course. And so there is that possibility. We'll see how he does at this right now. It's certainly personal. It's certainly exciting, I guess, for him, certainly for the fans to see Russell Wilson uh, in a Yankee uniform, uh, and we'll see how he does. But that's his own choice. How many of you all have raised your hands? How many of you all have done something really kind of wild crazy, but certainly only for your own personal satisfaction. Nobody really could care less in fairness and it's all personal, personal, personal. This happens to fall in my opinion in one of those great moments where he says, you know what, I I'm, know I'm, I'm a footballer and play football but I'm gonna go hit the baseball. Uh, you know, ex-football quarterback Tim Tebow has had to do the same thing. He's now playing of course for the New York Mets as he's down in Florida playing for the AAA team of the Mets. So it is certainly a sporting, once you're an athlete, always an athlete, I guess. Once you're an actor, always an actor. Who knows? But certainly these guys are really dabbling in other sports outside of what has become their their fruit, Tim Tebow football, Russell Wilson football. Didn't even know. Again, he had a love for baseball. Sure enough, he did. We're going to take a break, folks, as we're going to go into our world section. We'll be right back after these messages. Is it time for you to take a trip somewhere? Have you thought about going anywhere this year? Driving the car, plane ride, boat ride, canoe ride, camping ride, hiking ride, biking ride, skateboard ride? Any chance you're on your way anywhere? Well, if you're not, I'd like to recommend you grab a travel and leisure magazine because I can promise you they'll help you find a place that either you hadn't thought about, maybe always wanted to go, or might think about going in the future. But this is the magazine of choice, personally for me, and certainly a, fun, a friend of the show, www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Folks, order the Travel and Leisure magazine. If you'll take one every single month, you'll get one issue to your house delivered right into your mailbox. Fantastic, colored, beautifully written magazine with 12 issues per year. Simple price, $29.99. That's a savings of over 58% off the newsstand price if you find it at the Barnes & Noble or your newsstand where you're going around. Call one 866 737-8037. Travel and Leisure will get you going, I promise you, for your next trip as you go. All right, we've taken our break. We've gotten our little sponsorship payment, and so we're very happy. We're going to go into the world and find out what's happening in the world tonight. Interesting. Paris, you ever been to Paris? Everybody raise your hand if you've been to Paris. Wonderful, beautiful, white, powdered snow has fallen in Paris today. So that has made that beautiful, already beautiful city even more beautiful, but a bit slippery. Parisians can't drive in the snow. Certainly can't drive in the ice and snow, but it's just nice to stand and look around. Eiffel Tower's all white, all the areas along the 
Champs-Élysées is white, and uh, the Seine is white on the banks of the river. Marvelous place. Been to, been to Paris many times. I arranged my brother and his wife uh, to get engaged there, and so it was kind of a great moment and good trip for us. And what a fantastic trip. Paris, I really like Paris. I really like Paris. So again, back to that travel. If you have not been to Europe, or you have it on your schedule, on your list, on your plans to go, Paris is a place. And I'm a creature of habit, so like always, you've heard me say before, I have always the same hotels, the same places around the world that I travel. I always go. And so I've got the hotel, the Hotel Montalembert on the Rue de Bach there in uh, Paris, and certainly just south of the, uh, the famous uh, museum, the Louvre Museum. And then three or four blocks up a little north and west, you'll find the hotel, the the Notre Dame Church. So I can, uh, yeah, Paris is a place to go. And you've got the Clint Eastwood movie coming out this week, 517 to Paris, which is the Talis train, been on a thousand times, which will bring you to Paris. But that's the story of the three American soldiers that were also on their vacation there in Europe and on their way from Holland, Amsterdam, the Netherlands, down to Paris. And that terrorist with a machine gun was on the on the train, started shooting people up until our... Our U.S. American off-duty servicemen stopped him. Won medals both in Paris and here in the United States. What a great movie. What a great story. Looking forward to seeing it. Clint Eastwood, well-known for his movies as a director. Uh, so that's uh, 517, I think it is, to Paris. Anyway, that movie is coming out. So there's your Paris moment here as we move from Paris. What else are we going to talk about? Let's go into something else. Well, let's stay sort of in the same vein. They speak French, of course, in Canada. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, we'll do it real quick. Prime Minister Trudeau interrupted a woman in a conference. You may have heard about this. She said, you know, to help us with the, the world and blah, 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 blah. At the end, of you have to do something for mankind. He would stop her, interrupt her, if you will, and say, wait, wait, wait. We say people kind here in Canada. Well, everybody's kind of gone crazy about that. We'll talk about it in our we section because I have a major problem with this stuff going on right now. And I have to say, quite a funny moment. He's getting blasted by even his own party and his own government and several of his own people in his parliament group saying, don't you dare interrupt me. That's not even a word. It's not even a word, people kind. It's dumb. You're being dumb, and you interrupted a woman, and, you know, just blah, blah, blah. So he got blasted pretty good yesterday. Seems to be a popular story, but that's kind of funny. If you're uh, going to get wordy, make sure you use the right words. Well, we'll come back to uh, We'll go back to Europe. We'll go back to Germany now. Angela Merkel... Uh, of course, uh, Chancellor Merkel, I at one point revered as the most powerful woman in all of Europe. Of course, the way she handled the economy, the euro, the people going back and forth, the Greece economic crisis, uh, back and forth. But it's her immigration policy that's causing her great troubles these days. And in fairness, she's not 
uh, found herself in, in good light. In fact, they had the vote. Everybody kind of thought she was going to have troubles. Her party wasn't voted the most popular party. We'll talk about it in our we section to explain it a little better. But on the topic of Angela Merkel for now, she has at least finally made a recommendation or a negotiation for her consolidation uh, party, her socialist democratic party, to kind of come together with the next majority power, the next minority group, majority group, and they have to come together and make a coalition to form the government. That's the way it works in Europe. We'll again get a little more detailed in just a moment. For She makes a deal with the Christian Democratic Union, or the CDU, and so they've come together and formed this union now so that there will be a, new, a governing party in Germany that will start running the country and move forward with their agendas and, and, and blah, blah, blah. But for now, uh, she is tremendously seen as a weaker party candidate, certainly a weaker uh, woman, as the people have really started to hate the fact that they've taken in over a million immigrants from the south uh, southern hemisphere and, and moving from the Africans and certainly those areas uh, the, that have been ravaged by des, you know war and Syrian and those all those conflicts and so she is she is very very weak right now as a leader and so she doesn't wield the power that she used to because her own people and her own party are no longer supporting her based on this immigration policy so we see very clearly the immigration policy is not just an American thing, it is a global thing, and how you handle it is mirrored around the world, perhaps seen differently around the world, certainly something that's talked about around the world and dealt with around the world and dealt with differently. So we are struggling in America with this wall business and back and forth about the immigration, the dreamers, all that we'll talk about here in a minute, but it is an uh, incredible situation that the people of the countries, I know from my Dutch uh, friends and uh, the Belgians, of course, and the, and the French, are struggling with these immigrants that are coming into their country and not producing any kind of assistance. They're not working positively. They're not uh, producing any kind of, of uh, goodwill. They're just trying to be themselves, perhaps being a little disruptive, perhaps causing crimes. And so that's a very real problem that the world gets to issue face in the 2018 years we begin. It is not an American struggle or fight, although we hear about it on a daily basis, but it is a global problem that every country, again, has to deal with. But she had to get a government in place or she was going to have another vote. They'd have to have another vote. Every time the governments can't come together and make a, a, a formal party or a majority party, they then have to, I'm afraid, say, well, we have to break up. So in fairness, that's, uh, that's what has happened. And now she's at least negotiated a deal so the Christian Democratic Union or the CDU can be a part of the German uh, party with a very strong position when it comes to negotiations, comes to things that they'll want to do moving forward with programs, moving forward with things like that. So they're in a great spot, in fairness. So it's one of those things that you just say, well... Uh, she had to do it. So again, maybe not coming from such a powerful position with her her last immigration policy and the people's uh, kind of rebellion on her or lack of support or confidence, whatever, that has given the other parties a bit more legroom to move in and be a more uh, popular uh, group.
So it's interesting. I find the whole thing very interesting. I find global politics very fascinating, and that's why we're in the news and political sections on our podcast and in our program. We will mix business and pleasure in my mind because I do love to talk about it. We'll have great stuff. I do appreciate your questions you're sending in. I must admit, great questions. I'm going to start addressing those a bit more, trying to figure out how we put those questions into the program and see how it goes. But for now, we're finished with our world section. Great for this segment. We're going to come back in our final segment here in a moment and come back and All right, let's have a quick break. Guys, Valentine's Day, right around the corner. February 7th today, 14 days, seven more days. Clock is ticking, shot clock is up. Seven more days to make that special someone in your life feel that special something in your life. I can't keep reminding you. I'm getting tired. I'm getting worn out. You want me to do it for you? Is that your plan? You want me to do it for you? I don't think so. Do it yourselves. Be the man. Be the Valentine man. But you've got a lady friend, you've got a partner that's been around forever, you guys have been together forever. You don't need all this fancy chocolates and pears and strawberries, Kent. I need something simple, something fun. Tonight's your night. Again, as always, Harry and David provides us our fantastic gifts all around the world. How about this moose munch? Those popcorn, you love those popcorns? I do too. That's kind of a fun gift. Premium popcorn tin, folks, enjoy the most popular flavors of our iconic premium caramel corn. The classic box serves 8 to 10 people, 2 pounds of popcorn, $39.99. If you've got the deluxe one, very cool, nice tin, kind of brown, moose munch fun. Deluxe one serves 10 to 12 people, folks, $49.99. That's the plan. Get it done, guys. Harry and David, go to www.harryanddavid.com. Or if you like that telephone, 800-547-3033. Thanks, Harry and David. We'll see you on Valentine's Day, and we will be the heroes because of you. All right, gang, let's get into this. What in the world do we think about the activities today? Because I got some thoughts. Justin Trudeau, don't like it, don't care. I'm tired of this political correct crap. In fairness, it is mankind. It is not people kind. There is no word people kind. Mr. Prime Minister Trudeau, there is no such word as people kind. I looked in Webster's, none. I looked in Oxford, none. I looked in Cambridge, none. You get your choice, mankind or humankind. But I just want to make sure we're clear. It's mankind. Folks, in the English language, I was taught, and I'm not so old, but I certainly know the rules. If you don't know the gender, if you don't know what the sex is, it's a male gender. He went to the store. He went to grab the car. He went to drive the bike. That's what it is. I'm sorry if you're a lady, it's still a he if we don't know. If you're junior, gender neutral, I'm sorry. It's still a he is driving the bike, riding a car, getting groceries. That's the fact. That's the way the dictionaries all describe it. It's not people kind. It's a dumb word. Get over it. Use the words correctly or not at all. Moving on, final, President Trump in his State of the Union address talked about the Dreamers. Nancy Pelosi would speak eight hours about it. President Trump's speech was one hour and 25 minutes, and his one hour and 25 minutes, he had the best line of them all. Even Americans can be Dreamers, too. Folks, I'm a Dreamer. I've got plenty of friends that are Dreamers. People I work with are Dreamers. We have big dreams, big plans. Let's not get caught. Don't let any one group, one party, one desire have the word that applies to all of us. Everyone has dreams. Everyone can be a dreamer. 
legally or illegally, but we're all dreamers, not one versus the other. We're not playing that game. And finally, let me give a quick little summary. If you don't know the way our government works, of course, we have the two-party system. It's a pretty good system, and everybody complains about it. But in Europe, 15 years living in Holland of the Netherlands, they have 100 political parties. I don't know if you knew that or not, but when you go to vote, you have a choice of one in 100, and then those 100 vote groups have to come together, and just like the Germany story I mentioned earlier, they have to come together and kind of form the major parties of how the government will be run in the next years to come if they can't come to some sort of neutral negotiation like Merkel did, then they have to throw it all out. They have 100 days to put the government together. They throw it out, and then they band again. We had a government shutdown, but it wasn't because we couldn't figure out how to vote. Big difference, big fun, but very interesting way things work. So I know it's kind of frustrating sometimes we hear a government shut down. We just had this aversion for the budget now. It's going in for two years. Fantastic deal. We've avoided what looks like a shutdown again. We're not talking about the dreamers this time, but it's interesting. Very cool system we live in America. Have fun. I'm powering down. Thanks for tonight. Thanks for being with me on the show. It's always fun to be with you. www.